0: La, la 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 Stay out of here. It's the Horror Foria Podcast.
1: La la la, la la, la la.
0: John Richards and Andy Gillier celebrating the holidays with Santa Slays. Talking about all the Christmas themed horror movies. That sounds cool. Merry
1: Christmas. Welcome to the Horror Foria Podcast. It is Friday. December 20th 2019 Santa's Slays Month episode number 42 broadcasting from our naughty 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 studios in Wausau Wisconsin I'm John Richards
0: and Andy Gilly. naughty yeah punish <laughs>
1: Oh, punish! <laughs> punish is good. Yeah, that's All right. Right. We're going to be talking about the 1984 classic, Silent Night, Deadly Night, here in just a little bit. You got big plans this weekend? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, going up north, no, no just going to relax. Yeah, I always go up there. I gotta, gotta use my ski pass. There you go. So. Oh, they did open skiing because <laughs> yeah, we gotten they a got lot sk- of snow out yes, here. Yes, we do. Yeah, so they got, they have even more up there. 80 inches now, I think up there.
1: That's Ironwood, Michigan, right? Yes, that's correct. Nice. Yeah, yeah. this is going to be a relaxed weekend. Uh, went out and got landed in his final presents for the holidays. We won't nice. say what store I went to, but <laughs> I, gotta say, uh, I got to say, the two s- items that I had to get took me 30 minutes to get, and I'm just ranting right now. But do not go out and do holiday shopping right now, because tomorrow is, what, Super <laughs> Saturday, and then it's oh, going to be yeah. awful. Hey, a programming note for the rest of the year. Um, we are going to go on Monday- to wrap up Santa sleigh's month with Kramp- with Krampus, and then uh, the following Monday, just before the new year, we're going to be doing the best of 2019, and when we get into 2020, should be a regular schedule from there on out. I think so. Uh, I think uh, my
0: wife is joining us for, uh, for Krampus, too. Is Monday. she really? I think so, yeah. That'd be great. I'd yeah, we'll uh, we'll love to you. have Sarah back yeah. in yep. here. Uh, one of her favorite movies, and she has some good Krampus stories as well.
1: Excellent. All right, what are we looking at for horror movie news?
0: Horror movie news. The uh, new Black Christmas didn't do real well last weekend. Reboot of the Bob Clark slasher classic we reviewed just a few weeks ago on Horror for brought
1: in only four point four in its opening uh, weekend, four point four million. It's going to make the money back because it, it, uh, sorry to sidetrack to you, but no, I uh, right. was listening to another podcast, the Ghoulish Cast. Uh, some friends, of, oh yeah, uh, the, they're they're a great show. They they usually have insiders or directors. Mm-hmm. They actually had the director. Of this new Black Christmas, oh moment. really? Okay. And I got to listen to the whole thing, and she mm-hmm. just made a lot of great points because it is a social commentary on right. things that happen in college. So uh, they'll make right. their money back; it only cost them five million dollars to make. So is make that it? Back. I thought it was nine.
0: No, it's five. It's five? Okay, yeah. I thought that that I heard nine, but uh, it's not getting real good reviews either, though. Yeah, I, I mean, they'll make the make it back for sure if it only costs five. But uh, uh, it's a really different take on the original. You, you've heard about the plot. I did. You get any spoilers? I don't know. I, I kind of read about the plot. I mean, it's got a sorority and a killer, and that's kind of the only thing that sounds familiar about it to me.
1: Uh, well, I, and again, the listening to that podcast, she brought up a point of Midsummer, which we reviewed in Love. Yeah. And she said, you know, if you look at it, if you take pretty much all the same themes, mm-hmm. it's a remake of Wicker Man. And you had brought that up in the podcast. Mm hmm. And
0: I yeah, but they didn't call it Wicker Man. Understood. Why do they, why do they call it? What, uh, Screen Rant is a site that I go to. They suggested they should have just called it Yuletide Tide Fear, and then the uh, the audience expectations would have been different. Well, and you know? maybe
1: I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think there are a lot of purists out there. But but again, I I'm also guilty of of destroying somebody's take on a classic that i love i.e <laughs> rob mean, zombie yeah well that kind of deserved it but but he was trying
0: to make i don't know this this just doesn't sound like a uh like the same movie at all it's basically they slap this title on a totally different movie that involves a
1: sorority and a killer that's true i mean but i, mean, but I also why, think that it brings up the conversation of Maybe we gotta watch. I, you know, yeah, I, and you and
0: I shouldn't talk about it before. Yeah, exactly. I, right.
1: I think we should. I think we should watch it and give it, uh, you know, uh, an objective eye.
0: Absolutely. So let's let's that. think about. It yeah, once future. it comes out, it should be out pretty quick on video. I would <laughs> think. Uh, a Quiet Place Part Two teaser trailer is out. It shows uh, the girl, boy, and the mom from the first one moving carefully through a forest, and then uh, they look around. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I haven't watched. Yeah, it. It's just a teaser trailer. It doesn't really uh, say anything about the movie, but. Um, uh, looks like some of the same characters coming back for Quiet Place Part 2. St. Maud trailer that uh, has a little Billie Eilish music in it. I like her. Does. Uh, looks pretty interesting from A24, the uh, same studio as uh, I, I Lighthouse. Su- I,
1: and that's what caught my eye, because I had suggested you watching yeah. St. Maud. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh, because A24 has been on a hot streak. Yeah, right? they really they, have. They've they, had some they great released, movies um, lately. Mm-hmm. What the lighthouse, uh, midsummer, like we just mm-hmm. talked about, but man, this looked really good. It does look really interesting. I I
0: don't know, kind of a, a religious themed, uh, looks like a little bit of possession, maybe kind of thing going on, or some religious, uh, yeah, that, it looked really interesting. I, I'll definitely check that one out. I also looked at the uh, Antlers uh, trailer that you had, you just take a look at. It's like a cannibal story, maybe or something. I, I don't know I no what's doubt. going on, and, and I have no. I, I didn't look at what these movies were about. I didn't check out the synopsis. I just watched the trailer. Uh, that, like this kid is talking, and he he says something about like Big Bear gets mad when they run out of meat. Yeah, is that
1: like is this? Is like a cannibal movie? Or do you have any idea what it's about? I, it, t- t- it comes off as a monster movie. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like there's a you know. I don't want to say demonic, just maybe some uh, supernatural kind of monster. Yeah, there's definitely some kind of monster thing going on, and it's
0: interesting. So uh, we'll we'll check that out when it comes out as well. And then I also, on your recommendation, watch the Antebellum trailer. Uh, There's like a 911 call going over the top of a video of uh, some slaves on a plantation. Uh, And then some shots of like some upper middle class black and white people. Like I get the idea that these are... Like upper middle class people from the south, and they get sucked into the
1: path, the you know the south of the past. Well, you see what like, and it reminds me of us. Yeah, you know, it, it's got that kind of class thing going on, but right. it's also got this kind of time jump thing. Yeah, which so
0: is interesting. It did seem interesting, and I can imagine if you know, if I went back in time to the south, that would be a horror movie for sure. Oh, also, yeah. you know. oh, yeah. and uh, certainly for. For uh, yeah, I don't know that that would not be a place I would want to time travel to. That's for sure. So uh, that uh, that seems uh, seems like a real interesting one too. We'll have to check those out when they come out.
1: For sure, it looks like yeah. 28, 2020 is going to be pretty rad. Uh huh. And yeah, then I, I rewatched that uh, the Grudge the Red Band trailer. Yeah. Gosh, I
0: love that. I it's a great trailer. Yeah, I'm excited about that one for sure. Uh,
1: All right.
0: Uh, right, that's that's really it. There's not a whole lot going on. I think you know once we get into January, we'll there'll be uh, more horror movie news coming out and um, as we
1: get closer to the fall you know the big one's gonna be halloween kills so. yeah absolutely so <laughs> right exactly all right here is your horror movie trivia silent night deadly night opened the same exact weekend as another classic horror movie was released what was it uh 1984 well, you know it well I, I
0: know this why can't i think of it right now tell me
1: Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, okay. Did you know that Silent Night, Deadly Night, beat it out its first week at the box office? Really? Album. No.
0: Yeah, That's Nightmare sincere. on Elm
1: Street got some really bad reviews when it first came okay, out. Okay,
0: yeah. And to that note, the negative reviews of this movie, of this movie duo, galvanized the backlash against this movie and probably led to its success and infamy. So there's a. Uh, a, a particular uh, group of movie reviewers, uh, two of them. I know who, who it is. Yeah, do tell.
1: Because I remember this Siskel yeah, and Ebert.
0: That's correct. Because so, what
1: they did was, is they called out like every like the director, the director yes. of photography by name, and said, "Shame on you." Yes, That they did. Is, that if you get a chance, find it on YouTube. That is a uh,
0: yeah, uh, it's it's quite the and and so there were. Other movies like this, and we just watched one of them, uh, Christmas Evil. You Mm -hmm. know, and there were other Christmas-themed horror movies, Black Christmas. Obviously, there was—I want to say there was another one uh, that I'm that I can't think of the title of right now. But there were other movies that were in this theme that had the same theme, basically, kind of the same plot, and just went unnoticed until this one. And uh, Siskel and Ebert really ripped it, Mm -hmm. and and that there were like in the city of Milwaukee. Actually, there was there were protests at the theaters that were showing this thing and it really ga- got it a lot of attention and that's that's why you know i'd really never never heard of christmas Evil before this one is uh is an infamous one though i remember this from back in in the well, 80s it is,
1: and i think they had like like a couple of different they formed a couple of different groups it was like mothers against movie madness yes Damn. that's that's yeah, that's and correct th- there were a couple uh-huh. other Groups that formed, you know, for movies like this. And the big problem was, is it Santa Claus? Yeah. You know, such a, a uh, you know, the the, the the kind, jolly old man becoming a killer. Right. And that's what everybody had a problem with. And it's like, man, the the exploitation of the 80s movies, and you have a problem with this because it's not Santa Claus. It's just some psycho wearing a Santa outfit. Right. You know? so, so that group said something like,
0: quote... This movie may undermine children's trust in Santa Claus. Is are you going to go let your kids see an R-rated movie? Well, that first of all, and what happened in Christmas Evil? Like uh, that little girl picked up that switchblade and and was going to give it to Santa. Do we really want children to trust Santa that much? I don't know, man. Go ahead, kill my dad. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I mean, she did. So it doesn't seem like the trust in Santa should you know should go that far. Maybe it is good to be a little wary of. Uh, you know, with strangers wearing a Santa suit. So Understood. I
1: don't I get that. You go talk to a stranger when you're a kid at a mall yeah. and you go sit on his his or her lap and say, Hey, this is what I want for Christmas. And yeah. that's weird. Yeah, exactly. Or it should be considered weird, but whatever. Roger, Roger
0: Ebert really had a, uh, he had a thing out for, uh, you know, horror movies though, in general, he, he was never a uh, big fan. He really ripped, uh, I spit on your grave. Um, and I, I remember like uh, one of my, Carlo, who's been on this show, he had, he had like uh, Ebert's book, his parents had it, you know, mm-hmm. and it, and it just had this excoriating hate, hateful review about, uh, I spit on your grave in there, you know? So, uh, like his parents found out we had watched that movie and like pointed to that that review and said that, that you oh. know that we were we were little deviants for watching it because look at what Ebert said about it. Yeah, this is exact, this <laughs> Like they actually read the review to us. I remember we were sitting at his dinner table and his his mom was slowly reading Ebert's words about I spit in your grave. So he he really j- just had a had a thing out for uh you know, and not that not that I spit on your grave isn't uh, you know a pretty violent, sure. awful movie, but uh, it's it's also uh, I don't know you know we've talked about it before. I, I don't think
1: you should ban things or anything I, like that. I agree. Uh, You're not a deviant for watching no. these right. types of movies. Right. Uh, they may not be your cup of tea, and that's fine. I mean, if you watch them, you don't watch them. For me, I I'm not a fan. Yeah, I mean, right. But, but again, I'm not going to sit there and judge. Andy for watching a Serbian film and enjoying <laughs> right. it. I'm not going to think that you're some sort of deviant, it's just right. you, you saw the art in it, whatever. Right, exactly. It's not your thing, so yeah, you don't have to hate on it, but uh,
0: Ebert definitely hated on some of these movies and he did not like them, and he did. He, I mean, he called out the the director and the you know cinematographer, all those guys, producer, by sir, name, and you're right.
1: Said, shame I on mean, you. Yes, he did. <laughs> he said, shame on you. It's like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> right. Didn't you write a piece of Crap movie. <laughs> did, did he? I Brown. think so. Back in the day. I, I want to
0: say that he had something with uh, like Roger Corman's films or something. Yeah, didn't something he? Like It was uh, he, he was in like TNA movies yeah. that he created. Yeah, so. He was a deviant. No, <laughs> soul, sorry. Yeah, exactly. All right, so, here's your spoiler right. alert. Oh, oh, we got the uh, oh. DVD
1: box synopsis. We're going to do it after because I'm going to oh, give the spoiler. Oh, you're going to do the spoiler yeah, yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about the 1984 Silent Night, Deadly Night in its entirety. If you have not seen the movie and you want to watch it, which you can find it on Vudu, stop the podcast, go watch it, and uh, come back to find out what we have to say about Silent Night, Deadly Night. And because he was a marketing writer and they've been very, very creative, we're going to start this new feature called Andy's...
0: DVD box synopsis. Andy's DVD so, box
1: synopsis.
0: I'm taking the dream role of being a, uh, the synopsis writer for the back of the DVD box and writing you a synopsis for this so you know what's going and on. And Hollywood,
1: right. listen, because these are great. Oh, yeah,
0: I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> when young Billy sees his parents murdered at the hands of a stranger dressed as Santa Claus on Christmas Eve, it starts a lifelong aversion to, the, to Christmas and St. Nick. Now Billy is 18, and when he's forced to dress as the jolly old elf, it sparks a Yuletide murder spree that will bring ho-ho horror to the holiday season. That
1: was brilliant. Seriously, <laughs> I do like it, man. You, that sounds like something that somebody, somebody hire Andy. Oh, please. yeah.
0: That, that's. That, I'm sure I can make way more money doing that. But uh, <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you're right. This was on Voodoo. In 480p... So is like a pretty. Yeah, a lot of the scenes look look pretty bad. Now it looked like some of them upscaled a little bit, but then it would like for me, it faded into like this really fuzzy, uh, grainy, just grainy, like it came yeah. out in nineteen
1: eighty four on a VHS. Tape. Yeah, it was I, like I, I was, got the same thing.
0: Yeah, I mean it was widescreen. It was it was in sixteen by nine format, it filled right. up my whole screen. But uh, some of it looked like it upscaled, and so like th- there'd be a scene that was that looked like eh, it's a, it's acceptable, you know. And then it would like the it would cut and it would be really blurry yeah. for me, which I found really kind of odd so I don't know if they had somehow I'm not quite sure how upscaling works, but uh, obviously the, my TV upscaled this and didn't do a great job on I don't know if it's my TV or voodoo or what but yeah uh, I, I don't some know, of some this movie
1: the, looked really bad yeah, some of the streaming they they get those like original copies and it's yeah. like kind of takes you out of the movie a little bit, because when you see it like that, if it's mm-hmm. grain all the way through, yeah. and they, ju- they do do the widescreen edition, that's fine, right. because at least it's consistent, but like, yeah, I had the same experience.
0: Yeah, and it, I, the uh, opening credits, um, <laughs> they they were, they looked like they were kind of pixely to me, you know. Bit a- um, it's mercifully short, at least, an hour and 24 minutes. Uh, and Speaking of the intro, it, it's kind of funny. It's, you know, this wreath that Comes at you (laughs) Like it's almost like A 3D film Or something Silent night (laughs) Deadly night Yeah it says Silent night And then it's got this
1: Animated deadly night (laughs) Like pops out at you So I I found that entertaining Uh, Well we start off In 1971 There is a family We're introduced To our Antagonist uh, Main character He's five years old Billy Mm -hmm. Uh, He and his family Are on a road trip it's his mom, his dad, and his uh, little brother. Infant Ricky. brother,
0: yeah. Did you notice brother,
1: that Ricky. there were no seat belts? Really? Well, that I, I think the controversy today, if anybody watched this movie, <laughs> right. would be why is that child not in a car seat? Very realistic to the
0: time period. I, was I, it really? I, oh yeah. I, I don't remember I that. Didn't wear, I didn't wear. I, I never sat in a car seat that I ever remember. Yeah, maybe. Like, I uh, I'm that. sure I sat in a car seat, but not one that I remember. So I was like three or whatever, just, and I used to crawl around on the floor in the back of my parents' car. So, <laughs> <laughs> You climb back and forth on long runs. I did, Who you cares? know, I did. <laughs> I didn't wear a seatbelt until I was... I, I, I made that choice myself when I was... Uh, to keep myself in my seat because of the crazy way I drove when I was 16. But... Sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to flat the window. No, anymore. I don't want to fly Donuts. out the window while I was
0: going around Dead Man's Curve at 100 yeah. miles an hour. Donuts in the parking lot. That's right. That too.
1: Uh, you know, some of the dialogue had... I don't know if we really should bring it up, because, uh, you know, little Billy, five years old, is asking... Uh, he's reading The Night Before Christmas right. while they're on this trip. They're mm-hmm. they're going to see uh, the grandpa, one of the uh, parents' dad, at this yep. uh, asylum thing.
0: And I couldn't figure it I, I assume it's the dad's dad. That's what it seemed dad, like to me. they both said that. They um, both said, called him dad, which yeah. is... I mean, it's people do minimal, that.
1: I don't call my... Yeah, he's reading The Night Before Christmas. Uh, he asks his mom... Yeah, what time are we going to be home? Am I going to miss Santa Claus? Oh, no, Santa Claus won't come uh, until uh, everybody's asleep. Right. And then there was a, she said something to the extent of, he's going to bring you something special this year. <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. And I was
0: like, oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. Um, so they end up at the, uh, the sign on the building says Utah Mental Facility. So they're in Utah. Uh-huh. And uh, they do see his uh, uh, dad. Uh, yeah, so then they leave Billy with his catatonic grandpa.
1: Yeah, he, he's he's like not even blinking, but then as soon as they leave, he does the cockeyed thing or the side-eyed thing and then turns his head, right? Right, <laughs> and he um, has this conversation with mm-hmm. them that, um, Santa Claus only gives presents to the children who have been good all year and mm-hmm. punishes the ones who have been naughty. He says, Run for your life. That's right. He says, Quote.
0: What about you, boy? Have you been good all year? <laughs> you know,
1: you see Santa was...
0: Claus tonight, and, and Billy like shakes his head. He knows he hasn't been good all year. And he says, you see Santa Claus tonight, you better run for your life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then he has this hysterical laugh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah that was, uh, I was not a fan of that.
0: I was but... actually, I don't know. I, th- I thought that was actually kind of an interesting scene. Uh, um, just, it, it didn't do anything for no. me. It just, I thought. You know, the, uh, like how he was just so catatonic and then he like moves his eyes as soon as the parents
1: go away. Yeah, Yeah. Does the side eye a little thing bit of look of look uh, at him and then turns his head. Yeah. There was, that was kind that of I an mean, interesting that, scene. It was like so melodramatic with that laugh. I'm just uh, like, Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah.
0: I get that. Uh, so then we go to a convenience store. Yep.
1: The guy dressed up as <laughs> Santa Claus. Yeah.
0: He's holding up the clean convenience store, uh, and actually shoots the clerk for 31 bucks mm-hmm. so he steals 31 from this convenience store he murders the clerk three shots bang 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 uh-huh and uh next shot is us is them driving is the family driving down the road driving back home from the asylum yeah and billy is uh relating that he's asking something about santa claus about how he uh uh isn't that when he when he asks whether uh, Santa punishes people or whatever? And yeah, he, they he wonder says, if he's, the dad has talked to him.
1: Yeah, like yeah, I think they they he asked the question is you know is Santa gonna punish me because that's what Grandpa said.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they're wondering if that could be possibly true because you know they're obviously the dad is supposed to be catatonic, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, uh, as they're having this conversation, they see Santa broke down on the side of the road. They get kind of a kick out of it. They think it's kind of funny yeah. that there's a Santa uh, broken down on the side of the room.
1: Happens to be the guy that robbed the clerk, that killed uh-huh. the guy in the convenience store.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think his, anything was really wrong with his car. They never really say, but I get the impression that he just set this up as a trap to lure someone into because he didn't get enough money from his uh, from his uh, convenience store robbery. So. Right. So, ends up, uh, kills the dad.
1: Shoots him in the head.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Billy sees this. Billy, Billy runs, because yeah. that's what his grandpa told him
1: to do. His little brother, Ricky. Ricky st- is strapped in the car. Uh, she pu- he pulls out the mom, and is, yeah, you know, going going to be aggressive with her. Yeah. And she's fighting him off, so he just punches her. Yeah. Tears uh, her shirt off. Yeah. T- <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessary. So tears her shirt off, yeah. punches her, mm-hmm. um... And then cuts her throat. Then slices her throat. Right. And then he's looking for Billy, and you know, where are you, kid? And mm-hmm.
0: So this, uh, you know, he there's a pretty, you know, it's it's a bit gratuitous uh, shot of whatever actresses this is, uh, breasts. Uh, and I and I always thought that was like an unnecessary shot, you know, but I think there is like a there's a because the, Billy's character is triggered by sexuality, too. I think it later on, you know, when he sees this priest and nun, which we'll get into, mm-hmm. it really solidifies that. But I think this this is supposed to be part of what uh, triggers him about uh, well, like all 80s killers are triggered. But, you know, Jason obviously hates it when people have sex, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think seeing the uh, the sexuality of this nudity with uh, with the murder, has, is supposed to be saying something about what builds his character and his hatred for uh, that kind of behavior later on.
1: I, yeah, I think you're right. Um, you know, I, I think it was just the trauma of it all. Because it's, not, this, it's not a pleasant scene to watch. It's not. And, 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 it, you know, I agree with you 100%. That, that wasn't necessary. Well,
0: I always hated that. Well, and, and, I'm, and I'm not sure that it... I think what they were trying to do, though, is say that is it, it, set that up as, as that's why he's triggered by that kind of, uh, cause he's basically triggered by nudity and, and having sex in Santa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he hates all three of those things. Mm. And, uh, and it, it, like anytime he's exposed to that kind of thing, he, something bad, happens. something bad happens. Right. Right. So, um, so I wonder if, um, you know, it, it, it's just, it, it's a really, uh, it is kind of a gross thing to watch, you it know, and I was, I never liked that scene very much. And it was, you know, it's, and it's Santa doing it too, yeah. which is, uh, which is tough to watch. uh, uh and, and I'm desensitized to it now, but, uh, so it's, didn't that, like...
1: that, watching it again, it was still tough to watch because it, it lingered. It wasn't like a real quick thing. They kind of, mm-hmm. they, they kind of kept the camera. there. No, you're you know, right.
0: Like... They, they did. They shot it way more than it needed to be. You could have, uh, could have certainly done that much less exploitatively, but, um, but I think it is supposed to be part of his character. So I see why they did it, I guess, but it definitely was, um, and I, am sure that it wasn't all just character development. I I'm, I'm sure they were just trying to get some, uh, get some TNA in this movie as well, which yeah, they, they, they do they throw in a in little, the 80s. throw a
1: little spice on it. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. you're right. It was completely unnecessary. I'll say this about the kills and about the, the, the gore. It's good. Um, most of it.
0: Yeah. The, I mean, the dad dies. Pretty innocuously, I don't. I don't even, well, yeah, he got shot uh, in the head. I didn't yeah. even realize that he, he was just dead. As, well, no,
1: a, you saw, you saw him when he when he fell out of the car. You oh, did he? And did he, he have blood out of coming it. out? Of his same, his with the, same with the clerk. I mean, some of that was was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I'm talking about overall through the movie, not just not just right, the scene. Right.
0: See, I thought most of the kills, uh, with the exception of some that, that I'm going to note here, most of the
1: kills were pretty boring. I didn't think so because I thought it was all different. I really, mean, you they, did. I did. I thought because they they were all done differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we'll, they were we'll,
0: they were all different. That's for sure. It's not. And, and that's what I enjoyed about axe. because
1: it it was yeah. It wasn't just one. You know, like uh, blood rage where he had the machete. That's right. what, that's what he used, or what Jason uses, or claws or whatever. Right. It was different each time. Well, he we'll definitely has
0: an array of things there, uh, and the moms throat slice i yeah i, I guess that was pretty bloody. decent it, it was yeah um i don't know yeah I, I i can see what you're saying i i'm not sure that uh, it it wasn't like a uh, like a profound kill for me i, I no. was it was just kind of it wasn't
1: anything unique but I. Enjoyed.
0: it wasn't anything i'm going to remember either it's not like oh yeah when you know <laughs> when uh Jason stabbed uh, Kevin Bacon through the bed or whatever. Oh, you know I mean? that's a, yeah, yeah, that's a great kill, you know. But so I, I didn't get a whole lot of that here. They, but they um, had
1: one. They had one scene that we'll get into.
0: Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that's, okay, that was memorable. Yes, okay. you're right. All right, well, so yeah, so Santa's broke down on the side of the road. He kills dad, uh, slices the mom's throat. Then we go to the home for orphan children in 1974. So we uh, leap three ahead three years later. Three three years mm-hmm a uh a nun <laughs> they're drawing pictures of uh of santa claus i guess mm-hmm. a nun asked billy for his drawing he shows a drawing of santa and his reindeer pierced with knives yep Being mother slaughtered. mother superior asked him to explain his drawing does she not know what happened to this kid? <laughs> what is there to explain? He like saw his parents brutally murdered by Santa Claus. Why would you need to explain this, I, Mother Superior? I, I mean, she's just, you should like, know exactly why. The, yeah. these two children are in your orphanage. I think you would you would know that. Uh, she's just oblivious or something. I don't know. And she, but she does know what happened. So I, I don't know, man. Um, so. Billy is. Uh, they're they're playing out in the in the yard or whatever. Mm-hmm. All of this, by the way, if you want to see it in a more abbreviated format, is available in uh, Silent Night Deadly Night Two. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to quickly watch this movie, you can watch it in the first half of Silent Night Deadly Night Two. So. I'm so glad we didn't do that one. Oh my gosh, because we would have
1: been talking about this movie in 20 minutes. In- exactly.
0: Sequel. So. Uh, so sister Margaret who's a nice nun
1: yeah she's she's the one that's empathetic for uh, Billy because she knows what happened obviously understands what happened
0: and and how he's traumatized uh, is trying to work with him to help him to actually help more sister uh, or uh, mother superior who somebody called her sister in this movie and she got really mad about it so you got to be careful about that mother superior (laughs) was really not uh, yeah she was really mad when that guy called her sister yep um but Mother Superior really uh, doesn't seem to... She's pretty cruel, you know? Yeah, she's a disciplinarian. She definitely. So, um, well, so Miss Sister Margaret leaves mm-hmm. and, you know, tells him, hey, you should come down, and just leaves leaves him to come down on, on his own volition. Come out and play with yeah. the other kids. So he was walking down the hall to come out, and he hears some grunting noises. Oh, boy. Looks through a keyhole, and I believe this is a priest with one of the nuns, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh so they're they're having sex that yep. and he looks through the keyhole um and it triggers him to see the night of his parents' death right. as well.
1: See, I and that's kind of where I'm like, okay, so maybe that cuz all that combined, I, I think the overall thing that that made him you know, traumatized was seeing his parents killed and Mhm. You know, I guess you're right, though. I mean, because well, there was incident, nothing violent here happening.
0: Well, no, this incident also solidifies that because Mother Superior comes and tells Billy. oh, she Well, first of all, she opens the door and slams it. And then she, she gets she, out a belt. She beats these people. She gets out a belt. Yeah. And she's beating these people with it. And then she comes and tells Billy that this is something very... She asks him if he knows what was going on, and I think he says no, right? Right. Yeah, he says he does not know what's going on, and she tells him that this is something very, very naughty that Mm -hmm. they're doing, right? Uh, So, and then for some reason, she punishes him for seeing it. For seeing it, that's right.
1: You're you're right. So (laughs) I I kind of, okay, working that out, I got And
0: and I think she just likes whipping people. Maybe she's really, I don't know. Um, And then... uh, so the, so billy has nightmares from this all the time and, and uh, sister margaret actually ties
1: him to his bed which is that's i thought that was or maybe that was mother superior yeah cuz she, she didn't yes. have her head i'm sorry right yes yeah yeah because yeah. He, he had this nightmare and then runs out into the hallway and it's just like trying to gather his right. stuff together and then Mother Superior ties, ties him to the, the bed. bed. So much whipping. I mean, this is so BDSM here. I don't know what it is. it's
0: just like. God, I don't. It's just like I don't know what what who who wrote this. But anyway, I think it's all of this together that kind of gives him an aversion to like the sex and nudity, and and that's how, that's where it, it really clicks uh, to uh, become a trigger for him in the in the future. That's that's what I think. Like seeing seeing his parents uh, die in you know that
1: way the way his mother died the way his mother died Especially. in particular
0: right exactly where there was there was this sexually sexual connotation to it and then being told that this is something very very naughty and he's been told that santa punishes the naughty yep
1: you So know. That he's processing this so what happens to him like like and i'll just go back to what you just said is that mm-hmm. witnessing this he gets punished for it so exactly. like you said you know, anytime this happens, something bad's going to happen. So this is just adding to that of his, uh, n- is it neuroses? Yeah, uh, I, of, I, I guess you call like, it that. Yeah, like the way he's processing things is right. that I see this, I do this, something bad's going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I gotta say, like, um,
0: the child actor that they have here does a pretty good job. It wasn't bad. At, I, I mean, no he did a good him. job yeah. in this scene, in these scenes. I thought he was really good, um, as far as like not overacting when he was scared and, you know, uh, like the faces he was making as he, as he witnessed these things, like were shocked, like you'd expect a kid to be shocked, yeah, you know,
1: he was like, he acted just like a traumatized kid would. exactly. And I think,
0: I think mother superior, whoever was, the, she, I think she did a pretty damn good job of, uh, you know, being a pretty terrible, uh, a uh, nun that you know, being kind of a villain. Yeah. I'm uh, not
1: in the second one though. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that part of it. <laughs> so sorry. So um I, I don't know. I think there's some decent acting going on here. I was impressed I, by you know, for, for scenes, the kind of movie that sure. it is. For the kind of movie it is, it, it was it was decent. Now, the parents I could uh I could not say the same thing for. Her. I thought the dad was kind of a cardboard actor, but um I don't know. Anyway, just they to, killed just him just off really quick. To. They got rid of him really quick. Yeah, he was probably like the uh, the gaffer or something. Who knows. <laughs>
1: Bang, bang. Duh.
0: But uh, So then uh, Mother Superior plans a visit from Santa, and she's going to force Billy to sit on Santa's lap.
1: Yeah, he's like forcibly trying to get away, like, squirm s- out of her grasp. Right. Because he's so petrified of this guy. So, so she obviously
0: believes in, like, this treatment where, like, you're scared of spiders, so you let spiders walk all over your face or something yeah, like exactly. that. I mean, she's, like, into force—she wants to basically force him to— deal with his trauma i guess by forcing him to sit on on santa's lap you know
1: punches the guy
0: yeah so he punches him out yeah (laughs) what the hell's wrong with that kid and he runs to his room and then
1: he you hear footsteps like because mother superior when she goes to get that couple that was caught yeah you know um he hears those same footsteps and i like this scene because it's like like I think it's just like one of those 80s tropes of a freeze frame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it freezes on his face, and he's like, don't punish me or something like that. Yeah. And it's that freeze frame, and then it goes to 10 years later.
0: Right. And they use they use a freeze frame in this movie to varying effectiveness. Like, uh, there are a couple scenes where I was like, it didn't really work very well. No. Because uh, they do this, like, at least three times in this movie, mm-hmm. and uh, some of it's very... Yeah, that was an effective use of it, but uh, there, well, there are the other scenes just saw the on his here. face, and then right. it cut, and then it goes right. to ten years. Right. Now, the Santa that, uh, that uh, Mother Superior brought out seemed to have the exact same suit that the Santa that killed his parents had, so... Uh-huh. It had the little bells on the sleeves uh, and yeah. stuff. I,
1: so I, mean, I, I think maybe, all, I think they use the same exact suit I, I for think the whole. They, movie. I think
0: they do, but you know, maybe she could have at least found a suit that didn't look like the murderer. You know, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, well, back <laughs> anyway, in the day, all the yeah, Santa suits, all the Santa came the suits were the same bells. exactly. The jingle bells <laughs> it must have been so. So now, yeah, we move ahead to spring of nineteen eighty four, and uh, Sister Margaret is trying to get Billy a job, mm-hmm. and uh, she gets a job in the toy store. Yep and uh,
1: Ira's Iris Toys or something
0: like that. Yeah, Iris Toys, right. Uh so then uh we see that you know the, the the owner is initially um reluctant to hire him because he thinks he's a kid, but then he sees Billy. Billy's like grown up to be a pretty huge guy. He's a
1: big dude in great shape. Mm-hmm. 18
0: years old now. Yep. So cuz he says to Sister Margaret, we can't have a kid doing this job. There's a lot of heavy boxes to lift and stuff. Um and uh uh, and then he gets a look at Billy and he's like, oh, well, this guy will work, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So uh, there's a, uh, Billy gets the job at the toy store and he starts working at the toy store. There is a toy store working montage.
1: I wrote that down <laughs> The music montage. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> It's like, it's like this R&B song. It is. Oh, my God. Like some yeah, Al Green would say it. It, it,
0: was, it was. It was pretty great. It's one of my favorite parts of Silent Night, Deadly Night.
1: Look, look at what music montage. Yeah,
0: there's, it was the toy store working music montage, yes. You got to have a montage in an 80s movie. <laughs> He's not working out, but he's working at the toy store. You know, like Rocky has a workout montage. Yeah. This is a uh, uh, or training montage. This is a toy store working a toy store um, job montage, showing how well he's doing at the toy store. But like, he,
1: the, and the thing you see about that is he's all smiles. You know, right. he's, yeah, he's having a great time. Yeah, you're he's right, smiling and you know, right. kind of getting flirty uh, during this montage with with one of the gals there, who's uh, Pamela.
0: You're right. You're right. He's he's getting flirty with her too. You know what's great about this scene? There's like Smurf and Return of the Jedi toys and crawl toys. Remember crawl oh, the movie? The, yeah, with the glaive. The the <laughs> <thing? Yes. Yeah. laughs> they had like a crawl board the game. There's like great toys from my childhood in this in this toy store uh, montage. That's what I really liked about it. And then he's wearing like some kind of weird. 80s smock yeah <laughs> like, it almost looks like uh, like lou skywalker's uh, robe from tatooine <laughs> you know i don't know if that's what you wore when you were retail in the 80s i didn't work retail in the 80s so i'm not quite sure but uh it was a little different than the vests they have at the store you just went to mm, so was, uh, we
1: won't say it but, just in case uh,
0: <laughs> So, Billy is doing real well here. He is. Yeah, he, he is seems smiling. to be smiling, he's having a great time. Yep, he's got his own montage, and he's uh, uh, kind of g- getting a relationship going with Pam. Yeah, he's,
1: yeah. he's developing feelings for
0: her. Mm-hmm, exactly. Then he has
1: his daydream.
0: And yes, he does. Is that a daydream?
1: Well, is that no, a dream? it's a nightmare, I guess. Uh, yeah, but, nightmare. but he has a... a sexual dream about her where they're naked mm-hmm. on a bed and making yeah. out and stuff like that yep. and then all of a sudden he gets a knife put in him from an arm of a santa that slices him open
0: yes that's right uh and christmas is coming around now and uh billy changes a little bit a little bit billy's co-worker whose name happens to be andy <laughs> notices that he he like kind of calls him to the carpet and he's like hey you've been snapping at me um, you know what's what's your problem, man? What, what's going on? You've been you've been a lot different lately. You've been in a bad mood. You've been snapping at me. You need to knock it off. You know yeah, that's, that's exactly. what Andy says to him. Uh, and Andy's then he's a good villain. And then I think, you, I think it is. well, obviously, whoever wrote this doesn't really like Andys because there's a couple <laughs> of like idiots who are Andys in this thing. Yep. Uh, so then uh, Billy goes out and he sees a Santa Claus and it really kind of like triggers him. I
1: mean he's yeah he, he's he, like he just goes kind of catatonic and mm-hmm. starts getting sweaty. I mm-hmm. I thought this was a pretty decent acting job from this guy. Yeah, I, I, I think it was. It, it wasn't bad because I mean he just you know eighteen year old kid that's still traumatized.
0: I think this guy does an actually really good job with this material. I mean. This is not like the the guy who played Ricky in the second one uh, you know <laughs> you don't have yeah there's he's not doing goofy stuff like he is playing a guy descending into the madness of you know becoming a trauma. murderous Santa Claus Well oh, the trauma yeah absolutely and he, but he doesn't like over I think for this kind of movie it's not really overdone. I think he does a decent job. <laughs> I was I was impressed with the with the guy who played Billy too
1: I agree okay so it's decent you know, I think I mean, he the, does. The, the, the guy that does Ricky in the second one is over the awful. top. Oh, awful. he's way over the top, man. Yeah. From the, from the moment we see that guy
0: in the second one, he's like, you know, his, yeah, he's like, his eyes eyebrows. are go, Eyebrows are going up and down. And he's like, he just talks like that. Yeah. And I think I remember he thought he was supposed to overact <laughs> in it or something. I don't know, but this guy doesn't go there. And and I think he does a pretty good. At, and, and like, yeah, when he sees the Santa, you can tell he's traumatized, you yeah. know? Um, so <laughs> the uh, f- like the, it's like the I don't know, f- the woman who's like kind of the manager of the store is that is talking to the owner.
1: Yeah. What was her name? Uh,
0: I forget what her name was, but she's talking to the owner. She says that one of the employees broke his ankle mm-hmm. and they're going. to. So the uh, boss tells her, hey, why don't you just go down to the temp agency and get another one? and she's like well we need a a male in particular he's like well, what job would we need a male for and then she points to the empty
1: santa throne oh yeah and yeah. Then mr sims uh, her name's mrs randall by the way okay okay uh, yeah mr. Randall, Sim, M- mr mr sims yeah, mr yeah. sims the owner yeah uh goes up to billy and says mm-hmm. hey man i need you to do a job for me and you know billy trying to Keep it on the up and up. Oh, anything you need, sir, I'll take care of. It. Anything you need. Yep. And the next scene is him wearing a Santa suit. He's
0: dressed up as a Santa, obviously traumatized. The yeah. look on his face it's is just, great. Again, a good job, a good job put in by this actor. The look on his face is amazing. Mm-hmm. They tell him to be jolly. Jolly. <laughs> you know. So then you see him, and kids are coming up to him. Uh, there's this girl being fidgety on his lap. And he tells her, he grabs her and tells her that he punishes children severely who are naughty. <laughs> the parents think he's great because yeah, the could, kids come back and they're all
1: quiet. Yeah, she just she just sat there and she's so traumatized by what he just said. He runs up and hugs her mom. <laughs>
0: exactly. Like, wow, is he great with children. <laughs> he's good. He is good. Yep. So then uh, Sister Margaret finds out uh, from Andy that Billy has been playing Santa Claus. She calls the store and uh, looks very concerned. Um, So she's, I think, uh, on her way. There must be some distance between the orphanage and this place or something like that. She drives out there. She drives out there, is en route to the toy store. Company Christmas party is
1: that night.
0: How did the company Christmas party go for you last week, man? It was fine. I had like three
1: three glasses of wine. Food was great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the food was pretty wonderful. Uh, Three glasses of wine and that was it. There was
0: no one killed with an axe. No, uh, no. I left at no, like no. 8. I didn't I, I didn't see
1: that. And I didn't see our boss like bust out a big bottle of booze and just no. start doing shots. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that happens here. Yeah. So we, we do at work. <laughs> Come on. So... <laughs> well, that
0: happens at Ira's Toy Store. The uh uh first of all, uh Andy's getting very flirty with uh with a uh, with, with is Pam it with or... Pam? Yeah. yeah. Billy sees this, and the boss is just ripped and asks uh Billy what he's thinking about his parents, bringing that subject up for him. <laughs> And uh, Billy reminds him that it's Christmas Eve and asks... Uh, or the boss reminds him that it's Christmas Eve and asks if Billy remembers what Santa
1: does on Christmas Eve. Yep. And, uh, and this is where, like, Billy starts to turn. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like starts. To and Billy's still one. wearing the Santa suit. He is still wearing the Santa yeah,
0: suit. Never, never gets out of his uh, work clothes, I guess, uh, for this party. Because uh, they, sh- they shut the store down. They're like, oh, finally it's 7 o'clock. And they just, you know, start partying. So uh Billy sees Andy and Pam go in the back uh Andy tells her he's got a present for her uh that turns out to be his uh unwanted loving, I guess for, yeah, that's what it was <laughs> and he tries to rape her yep. so
1: Billy kills Andy well, no, here's where the transformation because this is where this is where Billy becomes murderous the, right. the the psychopath mm-hmm. yeah so basically he's got like there's this rumbling there's this music stuff happening and he's mm-hmm. just he hears all these voices in his head and all of a sudden it's like quiet yeah and he goes over to andy and takes a string of christmas lights picks him up by, by it, it, it and yes. strangles
0: strangles him, him and picks like, him, him up by by the him lights. off
1: the ground
0: that's right andy is not a tall man no <laughs> Um, uh, Hey, I can't speak on that. And let's be honest. Andy kind of deserves this. (laughs) I I would say he he was was got of jerk He was was not, yeah. Um, He was
1: just being way too aggressive with Pamela.
0: Absolutely. Pam is not happy about this, though. Uh, She's not happy with Billy for killing Andy. He calls him crazy. Yep. Yep. not going to do any victim blaming there, whatever, whatever, you know. And uh, takes, but then Billy murders. Is that a box cutter? I was wondering what he killed her yeah, with.
1: It slices her. Like so
0: he kills. Yeah, he kills Pam by slicing. Her. her. He disemboweled her. Right. Because he takes it like from the lower abdomen and cuts her up to her sternum.
1: Yeah. Was, and I,
0: I didn't know if that was a knife or a box. It's a box cutter. Well, it, it is it, a box cutter it, because later on we. Yeah, yeah, that's right. OK. It becomes All a right. present later. It, it is. That's right. So it's a uh,
1: it's a box cutter. So this uh, is, the, like, to me, and I'll go back what I said at the beginning of this, is this is where the kills get really unique. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, hanging, uh, uh, you know, strangling somebody, lifting <laughs> them off the like light? light sure, Christmas yeah. lights. Yeah. No, it is. And disemboweling good. somebody with a box cutter. That was yeah, effective. Sure it was, yeah. Um,
0: the boss is just walking around wasted in the store. Per- oh, God.
1: And he played drunk so well because yeah. he just, he, he spoke nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, it's probably pretty much what I do at work on Friday afternoon every year. That's uh, every exactly week. right. So, You've been I drinking mean, in your office all the time. Right, exactly. So Billy kills him with a hammer, and the, uh, here there was some like chunky blood that mm-hmm. sprayed in a box, which I thought was this. I thought this was one of the better kills in the movie.
1: Well, Kate took the he took the the well, claw into the claw into right. the hammer and put it in her right. Her, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I thought this was one of the better. I, I thought that was like you know there there was some chunky blood, obviously some like. skull and brain that hit the hit one of these boxes and uh the uh so the other lady is walking around the store too mrs randall yep sees mr sims with this claw hammer stuck out of his head yep and uh uh, yeah so then she tries to get out but she can't get out because the door's locked yeah uh billy grabs a fire axe off the wall and have you ever seen one of these
1: do people actually have fire axes? They may have back in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> what was the purpose of this? I, have I don't No idea. Like, like to get out if there's a fire
0: break out with the. Maybe yeah. I'm not sure. I don't. I, but I know I that. not see it up on a wall. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen an axe up on a wall. Maybe this is a thing, but uh, uh, I don't think I've ever seen an actual fire axe, except in a horror movie where the killer grabs it or someone uses it to defend themselves. Um. Anyway, a lady happens to. To get away, he she kind of sets up a. She has a hat, a unique hat on. Mm-hmm. Almost looks like Frosty the Snowman's hat. She sets up like doesn't she set it on a box on or something, a box, and then she yeah. hides. And so Billy hit, hits this box with the axe, so she gets away. Uh, but Billy shoots her with a, and she happens to steal his axe too.
1: Yeah, like pushes him down, takes the axe, yeah. and then um, tries. She to She tries out. to call the cops before, yeah. and then um, Billy hits the phone.
0: Yeah, with that's the right. Axe. And so then she obviously, goes to hide. Right, and
1: she she pushes him down or pushes the boxes down, and makes him fall over. She's got the axe. Yeah, um,
0: and <laughs> and she, I don't know where he got it from. I don't either. I mean, this is a toy store, <laughs> this is a serious bow and arrow. Yeah, this the bow, bow like and arrow a,
1: is just he rears back, and bam, all the real way. Real
0: recurve arrow with like a broadhead on it. Yeah, he shoots her with. And, uh, yeah, I know, obviously, back then, they didn't have, like, the call tracking that they had. Well, obviously, we know this by watching Black Christmas, what it took to trace a phone call back <laughs> yeah, then. I know, the guy
1: had back and forth.
0: Uh, <laughs> right, exactly. So, uh, you know, they a couple of people end up getting connected to the police, but the police can't come because uh, Billy destroys the phone before before. That. And, obviously, that was an effective way to stop the police from coming back yeah, then. Exactly. exactly. You, you must have had to give them your address or whatever. Now, you know, now... All you got to do is call 911 and hang up and the police will be there. That's exactly so.
1: right. You can trace it just like that. Exactly.
0: So um, anyway, uh, Sister Margaret comes in after this, uh, yeah. just right afterwards. Billy's gone. sees all the carnage. Billy's gone. Then we have, uh, there's a babysitter. Always. The <laughs> trope. <laughs> there's a babysitter making out on a pool table with her, I don't know, boyfriend or whatever. When Well, Carol or sing outside. Uh, apparently, it's a babysitter who makes enough babysitting to get breast implants. I, I don't know. She was uh, the uh,
1: she was the girl from um, um, Night of the Demons. The girl. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's girl. that girl. That's All her. Either. Really? Yeah. Okay. Nina Quigley. That's her name. Yeah, that's that. Really, that
0: was her. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Younger. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so there's Caroler singing. The boyfriend says he can't concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a problem with that when I was a teenager, but. Yeah, right never
1: i had a problem with other things but like, you know, never yeah exactly
0: so um then there's this girl that she's babysitting i think her name is Cindy. Cindy yeah comes down the stairs uh it's Cindy's babysitter here Denise uh Denise uh doesn't want to interrupt what's going on for Cindy but she says she hears the cat mm-hmm. so she uh you know goes upstairs cuz the cat needs to come inside lots of gratuitous nudity here there's
1: a lot of nudity i mean they're basically on a pool table uh Cindy yeah. comes down um um what's her name uh Denise. Denise yeah yeah she only puts on her daisy duke shorts that's correct mm-hmm. she's topless she goes upstairs lets the cat in yeah And then all of a sudden uh, despite shows yeah up.
0: despite the frozen temps outside she goes outside with a shirt on put the cat in so i don't know
1: <laughs> with neighbors around yeah sure
0: right you know this <laughs> happens i got to say this is not you know the worst nudity i've seen in a movie though it's it's uh it's somewhat enjoyable and she's not being <laughs> killed so yeah uh so the cat comes in but then all of a sudden, Billy comes in, too, yeah. <laughs> with the cat. Well, she closes the, the door, and he uses yeah. the axe
1: to break it in. That's right. He in breaks one it.
0: blow, right? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. huh? Which this guy, I think, would be capable of. Yeah, He's <laughs> a big guy, yeah, and he's big got big you dude. know this fireman's axe, I think, which is really what those things are for, right? Yep. Uh, so, anyway. Um, a
1: little bit of a struggle between yep. Cindy and
0: Billy. And, uh, Denise
1: and Billy, yes. Or, that's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, Denise and Billy. So, and,
0: is this a reindeer mount? I, you tell like me, a I'm, not, I'm a I, Southern Californian. It, okay. I, I want to. Let's just say it's a reindeer. There's that, a reindeer mounted on the wall. Yeah. Okay.
1: So he lifts <laughs> Denise <laughs> seen, up into yeah. the air. So
0: this guy is mm-hmm. a strong
1: guy. Absolutely. And, and he, he just, and you sco- pull, this is a small girl. He's completely capable of and this. And he butt. walks her back and impales her on this reindeer. Right. Let's just say it's a reindeer. I think it's a reindeer. Okay. Impales <laughs> her, and you watch it. <laughs> You yep. watch it like go straight through her. Yeah, this I, was a good kill. That's the one I was talking
0: about. That, yeah, that, that I mean one. you see her skin kind of stretches Yeah, and stuff. exactly. Uh, that was that was that was a really
1: good kill. Yeah, yeah. I, so I mean, pushes her pushes her on there. Uh, although
0: I I don't know I have some deer head mounts at my house and I don't think I could hang anyone on them. <laughs> but well, like, that thing that was mounted in well. Uh, it probably was. It's much bigger than a normal deer, but uh, you know. Yeah, but um, they must have just mounted those things better in the in the eighties. Yeah,
1: I think um, so. Um so okay, so the uh the boyfriend's kind
0: of uh boyfriend is occupying himself with some pool. Yeah. And there's a sweet 80s tiger poster in there. Yes. That was awesome. He decides to go looking for uh, Denise. <laughs> he finds her just as Billy finds him. Yep. <laughs> and then uh he texts Billy with a fire poker. He does actually pretty well against Billy.
1: Yeah, they, they, uh,
0: there's a pretty good struggle street. Yeah, he knocks him down the stairs. Uh, he does something uncharacteristically smart for an '80s horror movie boyfriend and calls the police. Yep. And again, this is before nine eleven nine one one. You could uh, could find you. Uh, Billy attacks him, uh, cuts the phone line off. Uh, Billy throws him out of, out of a window, and you, we see him impaled with glass. And he that
1: dies. was cool. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it start. wasn't just thrown out the window kill. It's like the glass stuck in him kill. <laughs> That's that. Uh, yeah,
0: exactly. So,
1: um, boy, well, Cindy comes comes out of her room yes. and she goes Santa Claus and um, he's he's got the axe behind her. Yep, asks her if
0: she's been naughty. Do you promise? <laughs> yeah, and and uh, and she says no. He's like not even once. And she says no. And she's standing beneath another tiger tiger print. This this house is just like decorated with tiger prints and paneling. It's it great, was sweet. <laughs> so, um, and uh, he he gifts her. He gives her a gift, which is the only thing he really has.
1: It was the box cutter. Of
0: his bloody box cutter, exactly. <laughs> Killed Pam <laughs> <It's>, with. <laughs> she looks a little pl- puzzled there, but uh, takes it anyway, I guess. Then uh, there's a free shot on the boyfriend. And this is one I didn't think was very good. This, yeah. this is They show the boyfriend's body, and there's a free shot on it. and That that one I, I thought just it wasn't all that effective. Uh, then we, we meet some cops who are uh, looking for Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of talk about the irony of having to look for Santa Claus on... Uh, christmas eve or christmas or whatever it is um
1: they course, see a guy, so they, they, yeah. they see a guy climbing up a ladder trying to get into his daughter's room they find out mm-hmm. it's his it's her dad like they yeah. must he must be divorced from her um uh his wife and uh, i didn't really get that i didn't know really... she
0: was why his wife was there his okay. wife was so the cops kick in the door and there's a woman sitting there and they're like where are you guys going okay. and he goes up. oh, oh that's right that's yeah. right and so so no, I don't know why he came in the in a ladder in the window. Yeah. His daughter's asleep, yeah, yeah. and didn't a you little, think he could have just gone in the door? I don't, I don't know. It was a little weird, but uh, whatever. To keep up the you know illusion of Santa. We got two uh, two anyway. The cops are wrong, so they they go on on their merry way. Then we find two sledders, uh, and two teenage kids yep, up on the hill. There's two bullies that are going to take the the sledders' sleds. Uh, the they. So they, they do. The bullies take the sleds. They seem to be having way too fun a time going about five miles an hour down this hill. <laughs> and uh, Billy jumps out, whacks off the head of one of the bullies. Um, yeah. So
1: <laughs> And his body goes down on the sled, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Does he throw his head? So I think he did. So, yeah, this this guy,
0: this kid is waiting for his friend to come down. It, this, this bully kid is waiting for his bully friend to come down. Mm-hmm and he comes down headless, <laughs> which is a great, that was great too. I, I really enjoyed that one. And yeah, I think he chucks his, uh, decapitated head at his, That's fr- <laughs> right next to him yes. He's freaking out. <laughs> <up. laughs> exactly. Uh, it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty great scene actually. It's, it's a good scene in here. Um, so then, uh, Sister talks to the t- uh, sister Margaret talks to the detective uh the detective says uh there ought to be be a way we can predict his next move <laughs> not sure what power of deduction is going on here but somehow that leads him to the orphanage yep uh cops once again not too smart show up and uh shoot Santa the first Santa that they see out there but that wasn't Billy that was not Billy it turns out to be uh Father O'Brien
1: O'Brien who has to deaf. be deaf because he didn't hear <laughs> stop freeze stop. <laughs>
0: So Mother Superior scolds the police about this. And that's really all she has to say. Um, he called her sister? She, Yeah, that's when he calls her sister. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, I'm Mother Superior. <laughs> and, uh, so then uh, she specifically refers to Ricky, uh, who's standing there, uh, and she tells the kids to start singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a cop patrolling the grounds. He finds this shed that goes into like a basement.
1: I look like a heater. Like, a, I don't,
0: I don't know um, what that was about. Anyway, he comes up, Billy hits him with an ax. He says, punished, leaves the ax in his chest. Uh, that's, that's actually a really good dead body shot. That cop's body, like the expression on that cop's face is yep. whatever actor did. That was uh, either really dead or doing a really good job <laughs> of acting. Yeah. Um, then billy decapitates a snowman snowman and uh some dumb kid nam- named andrew lets billy into the
1: orphanage he's he's going after mother superior exactly cuz she's so, so mean to him
0: that, i mean andy from the toy store is dumb this andy andrew at the orphanage is dumb obviously andy's can't be trusted uh, mother Superior says there is no Santa Claus. And then uh, Billy's about to kill Mother Superior, but the, a de- the detective that was with uh, Sister Margaret shoots Billy. Captain Richards. Yep. Mother Superior looks pretty smug about it. Uh, Billy dies. Ricky is standing there. He Here's looks up. Mother. Yes. And he says, "Naughty."
1: Yeah, he looks down at the axe and looks up at Mother Superior and says, mm-hmm. "Naughty." End of the movie. That's fifty-four it. minutes of Holy talk. Oh, we were talking about that that long, I knew we
0: had to start getting through this thing. So All anyway, right.
1: well, anywho, uh, what do you give this thing? I'm going to say, I just preface <laughs> it by saying that the acting was pretty decent. Um, the dialogue just—it sucked so bad. Yeah, I—I um, I don't get the controversy. Back in the day, no. Um, it's okay. It's a solid watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a two.
0: Yeah. Um. And I, I'm, I'm right with you there. I, th- I, think there's some good acting. There are a couple good kills. Yeah. Um. There's some decent special effects. Um. Overall, the plot is pretty silly. Um. It's really covered and it doesn't follow. Like the, the scenes are just a kind of a, uh, like I I don't know. They don't. Some of them don't seem related. And uh, I, I don't know it's it's not a great movie uh like uh, um Christmas Evil is a lot better Santa Slasher
1: I thought I thought there was more to it a lot more There's a lot more
0: exactly I mean you got a little psychology here going on with the way Billy would uh you know arrive at these conclusions and it makes a little more sense like I think if your parents were murdered by Santa or you saw you know your Santa cheating on your uh, cheating, your mom cheating with Santa you might be more inclined to uh not like santa and become <laughs> angry well, I with thought that
1: Jesus. made made more sense with billy of not like yeah santa. that's what i'm saying okay. that's
0: exactly what i'm saying As as uh inst- where harry like became him and yeah. idolized him yeah, after a, that yeah. so i don't know but um uh yeah i'm gonna give it two as well i mean there's some things to like in this movie it's not terrible no i it's not like something i would watch over and over in june but uh you know and i'm looking for something to watch uh, as far as horror goes around the christmas season it's not the it's not the worst choice you have i i don't think
1: uh, it's a fun watch i mean it, it, sure it it's is. a
0: good time but it's definitely- and i think it's got a little bit of horror history i mean this was a controversial movie that had a lot of uh you know negative uh publicity on it and people protested it so it's
1: it's simply for the connotation of santa claus murdering right you know mm-hmm. of using that character of being now yeah, which again an antagonist
0: what, yeah which again wasn't a new thing no at the time it just this one really took off because of the marketing they, they played the commercial i forget what during what show
1: and that's what really, uh, as well as, uh, I think the poster did it too. Wasn't it like Santa yeah. Claus going into the, like yeah, into the chimney with, with an ax, yeah. ax. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I remember seeing that in the newspaper because they had like movie ads in the newspaper. And I remember seeing that one in there. So it, it definitely, their marketing had some impact on this, but sure. anyway, we could probably uh, cut the podcast off now so we don't go over an hour talking there about
1: it. All right. So it's, two from Andy a two for me. Watch it if you want to. There are better Christmas horror movies out there. Next week, we're going to wrap up Santa Slays. Uh, we're going to do that Monday with Krampus. Wrap up the year with the best of 2019. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's brand new. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Horror Horrorphoria podcast, and have a great weekend. America.